we're back after a week off for another Sermon Extra, uh, an exciting Sunday. Yes. Ta- Taylor Swift in Kansas City. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, that's big news. still big got news. me going yeah, there. Big news. Yeah. I don't even All know what Swifties. to think. I don't even know what to think at this point. As a Chiefs fan, I just don't want <laughs> to hurt the, just, hurt the club. Just get know? on board. Hey, the Be Chiefs. A, become a Swifty. They barely eked one out yesterday, didn't they? I mean, come on. That was close. <laughs> it wasn't quite as squeaky as the Dolphins. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't. They scored 70 points. I had to Google. and it, you, None of you guys, but in my lifetime, that happened once before. In 1966 was the last time an NFL team scored 70 points. Wow. They just... Who were they playing? The Denver Broncos. The Broncos. <laughs> no, the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, the Chiefs no. were playing the Bears. That's yeah. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Dolphins okay. were playing the Broncos. It went the opposite ways for the division. I had, there. A, yeah. I had to text Eric Borgmeyer. I just said, are you okay? Yeah. Like, wellness check. <laughs> not yeah. really. Wellness, <laughs> wellness check. But let, let's get on to our... It was exciting uh, for other reasons, uh, too. Uh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, a, a wonderful uh, worship opportunity this Sunday, uh, getting our school kids involved. I love it. When they dedicating sing. the... Yeah. Uh, the the old wing of the building, the 1974 build that's now, we call internally our toddler wing. Yeah, I just think it's really cool. And as, you know, we touch base, just just connecting the dots, you know, coming here in 2000, you know, the vision was to to have early childhood go down to, you know, we didn't define it back then, 18 months, and this is where we are, which is great. But um, it's just very satisfying uh, to see mm. how God brought all this together. And, uh, you know, I, this was kind of, I guess, the the last thing to dedicate right now. I mean, playgrounds, the space, right. toddler wing, you know, we've kind of done it in these phases, but, you know, God is blessing it. You know, it's, it's, it, it could almost be build it and they will come because we, we, they really have been. I mean, we have mm-hmm. waiting lists and yeah. stuff. So uh, at least in the right. education side of it, that's that's huge. Anyway, it was just really cool to dedicate that, to have the kids sing, all those things. So does that mean we get to to take after our creating God and now rest? <laughs> Since we <laughs> <From building? laughs> created yeah. all these yeah. buildings, let's, let's rest. and now yeah. we can rest. Please, yes. for a little Please, bit? Just, just a little, little bit. Just a hair, just a hair, till yeah. tomorrow. So, so. Hey, It's been busy it's around here. Yeah. Or... Leaning into the theme, right? We can join Jesus on his mission using the space we have. That's right. Now. Yep. There, yeah. Hey, there you go. space oh, for brought, community. Brought us back on. Hey, what a wonderful segue. That was, I was trying. Segway. 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 Nice. Nice. Scott got us going on football. Uh, I'm sorry. There you go. Dustin <laughs> Let's reeled bring us, us back. back. Yeah. Reeled us back. And I've just accepted my role now on those weekends where we have a ton of stuff going on in worship. I'll be the guy that looks like we went over time, and it's my fault at the end with the sermon. I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. You know, if it's if it's to uh, your credit though, I didn't see a lot of antsy people. I mean, I, yeah, I think well, people were engaged exactly. and I thought your yeah. message was very no, good no, and, no. and engaging and high energy. And so I don't think people were yeah. you know, it, it, you can kinda of tell too with the kids. Yeah. If the kids get if they're like jumping in toward the donut oh, yeah. line or something yeah. and you know it's nine oh six. Yeah, I'm not yes. But it did. We, you know, right. I think Natalie helped coin the, the phrase here, the clown car Sunday. Yeah. You know, so we have a things. lot yep. going on, which is great, mm-hmm. but it does extend the day a little yeah. bit. And I actually am fine with it. I just know the elders in the back are giving me a hard time and, you know, oh, I'm sure they're playing me off that. back there. <laughs> but so. yeah, it, it, it wasn't all you. You weren't no. extremely all good long things. with it your was, sermon. There were a just, lot of parts that got a little long. And just yeah. the energy and, and Rachel's message tied in, the kid's song tied in, you know, yeah. it was all about, you know, just hearing God's voice, seeing him in our lives. Right. Um, I love Finky's question that we'll get more into. He's got five questions. And the first one is, how is God messing with you? And it yeah. just forces you to look in your life and, and see his fingerprints. And so um, I had done the 
opposite. I had been not intentionally ignoring him, but not seeing or hearing his voice. And uh, I got pretty honest at the pulpit this week. I do that occasionally, but um, this one, I, I didn't have a choice. God was like, you're going to you're gonna bear your soul a, bit, a little bit this week. And um, I was hoping I wasn't the only one that had some of these challenges, and it turns out there are others. No, it's um, only you. Yeah. It's just you're on, you're so on like, an island. Yeah, a little part of me is like, oh, no, fire me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but something real quick, Andy, yeah. that I appreciated, and, and I don't know how, uh, Scott, you and Dustin reflect on this. I do believe, and, and I appreciated your honesty, because I, if we're all going to be really honest, as full-time church workers, there is sometimes that knack of, well, this is what I do every day, and we don't engage in the actual mission. We live mm-hmm. kind of in a cocoon mm-hmm. uh, working with you know godly church people. Yeah. And, and I think it's wonderful in one respect, but... I think in this whole joining Jesus on his mission, Beth and I too have kind of sat back and go, wait a minute, we need to engage our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so we have some stories too Mm -hmm. of how God is revealing to us. And I I loved you sharing those stories of, you know, be careful what you pray for because, you know, God will throw it in your lap. But I I think sometimes as church workers, it's an excuse. Yeah not to engage the mission. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, so, and definitely for his pastors, I've heard pastors say, oh, you all get out there and, and live the mission, and I'm going to wait back here until yeah, you're back and you can tell yeah. me stories. So, yeah. so we all do. We all have to, you know, we have to be together in it. Um, and that's really the book of Acts. You know, that's the early church. I love looking back at the early church, but they were all gathering together, breaking bread together, hearing the preaching of the word, and then they were out, you know, trying to further and further the mission of the church. And, and when did God in the Bible say stop? nowhere. (laughs) It's our mission today as well. So it's interesting because this goes back to what we were talking about earlier and celebrating and dedicating space. But I'll just say in my own life, um, we've had seasons of this, of being more intentional. But when we were part of the church plant Mm. out in Colorado and we didn't have a church building, I used the terms that, I mean, we were basically forced to be out in the community in a good way. Um, and I, I talk about how we were trying to grow a church and God was really growing us. Mm-hmm. And even before I wasn't even aware of Greg Finke and the book. And But that's what we were living. We were joining Jesus on his, on his mission. And so our buildings, our church buildings of the space, these are wonderful things to use for the kingdom. But I think sometimes we can rely on them too much. It's yeah. just the people mm-hmm. are just going to mm-hmm. come to us. And we stop investing of going out into the communities yeah. too. And, and we think now church just happens at a place. So mm-hmm. at 1800 South 84th, this is where, you know, yeah. ministry happens. And it's true, it does, but we need to be sending back yeah. out. Well, you, you look at, and, and I said this when we opened up the series a few weeks ago, you know, Jesus didn't set up a tent in Jerusalem on a street corner saying, come to me. You know, he, he, walked the streets all through Galilee, I mean, just all over present-day Israel, Mm -hmm. and took the ministry to the people. Uh, There were synagogues, I mean, Mm -hmm. and he taught in them. He preached. That's not a bad thing to have a church building. It's not a bad thing to have a 1800 South 84th Street, where if anybody's wondering, that's Messiah's address. (laughs) Um, um, uh, Not Pastor John's. Not my my home. Um, But but the point is, is, if you make the leap to say that is the church, mm-hmm. then then it becomes just a gathering place and it's not a scattering place. 
And that's, that's where the mission falls flat. And I think the timing of all this, of us having this book put in front of us quite a while ago, but now it hits. And you and I talked about this. If you look at all the different books we've gone through in the sermon series we've gone through, it's led up to this kind of an amazing way. Yeah. And so it's just like, I look at God and I go, <laughs> okay. And then I went through the personal experience of like the pain of, Andy, it's time to get ready. And the last words I said yesterday is, of all the things in your life and of your, anything we do with this building, mm-hmm. don't let it be not this, you know, like, don't, don't if you, let if it, you're yeah. going to give up anything, don't give up, give don't up give this. Up this. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. if you have to give up something else, give up something else, but make this a part of your life and make this a part of our ministry and what we do out of this building. Like I can yeah. see now so clearly and, and, and Greg Finke has helped me so much understand the, the clear, the clarity of, of Jesus's words on our mission. And, and the thing is, is it first, and I tried to simplify it yesterday. It seems daunting. I said, but this is the best part. Yeah. Like this is the celebration of what we hear and learn here. And now you get to live it out and you get to see, I mean, it's like giving a gift. It's like, it's not necessarily my, my love language giving gifts, but when I give a gift or, or help someone, you know, like as Rachel said, when you help someone, even in the littlest way, you can't replicate that joy. Yeah. You can't. Right, yeah. It just yeah. naturally happens in your heart, and it kind of mini explodes, and that's exactly what we're doing, but on an internal scale. You know, one of the things, and I don't remember what conversation we were having. This kind of came up, but I don't think it was in this one. Um, we just dedicated educational spaces, and so that kind of gives away the answer to my question. But who are our best missionaries right now that are taking mm-hmm. the joining Jesus on His mission seriously? Who, who are the ones that do it without inhibition? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I see our kids. Yeah. The kids are, are, we talk about, you know, equipping moms and dads to be the number one faith sharers and shapers, which is mm-hmm. true. And, mm-hmm. and there are many, but I see so many of our kids being the disciple mm-hmm. yep. makers and the ones who are taking it back out. I think that's mm-hmm. accurate. I think the, the kids... They, there's such joy, and and I and that we could learn something from them, you know, about oh, yeah. what it means to to share that hope, share that message. I mean, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think your your comment on inhibitions, those things that hold us back. I talked about the the busy, the mm-hmm. um, the the agendas or the defensiveness and the and the fear. They just don't have it. I mean, my two year old, like, she lights yeah. people up and she uses the word Jesus a ton because of you know Miss Katie Borcherding right here in the new space. And yeah. the witness she has shining a light on people, I can be her dad and go, hey, yeah. you know. Was it? Hey, friend. Was it C.S. Lewis? I love those three points you made yesterday. And I think is it C.S. Lewis that said, you know, the devil, if he can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Yep, yep. And, you know, and Him and John Radway. Yeah. Him and John Radway, there <laughs> you go. He's told me that a few yeah, times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I, I, I appreciated that, you know, unless we are intentional and slow mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. it's hard to see yeah. what God's doing yeah. and certainly to join him. But then the political side too, and my fear always, and when you bring up the word yeah. politics, yeah, and is I did. how do people yeah. hear that? No, yeah. and, I, and I appreciate you did. And I, you, to, you spoke to that point of don't come at people with an agenda, yeah. which was very appropriate. I mean, it's like, don't, you know, I'm, I'm going to have one political persuasion or the other, and yep. I'm going to go beat people over the head with it. But I know... I got into trouble once in a sermon, and maybe you'll remember this, where um, I, I was commenting mm-hmm. during all mm-hmm. the protests that were going on around the nation, and I said, you know, we shouldn't protest. And then someone came up to me after the, aren't we Protestants? 
Mm-hmm. In other words, oh yeah, we are. So protesting isn't bad, mm-hmm. but it's it's what you do with that. So yeah. the point was, and I think you covered that a little bit too, Andy, is it's not wrong to have an opinion. It's not wrong to stand mm-hmm. up for what is right. And especially when you think of like life issues, things like that in the political realm, but don't lead with that. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, you know, you, you might be visiting with somebody who is a diehard other party mm-hmm. and you may adamantly disagree and you might even have, and you said this, you might be right. Mm-hmm. In other words, you might have a biblical reason to say you are wrong in believing what you believe. That's right. But if I start with that, I'm never conversation get, over. Yeah, it's done. And that's what I, I would love that Protestant example that somebody mirrored to you, but how we protest has changed immensely. Yeah. The Protestant Reformation was dialogue for hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was dialogue with people that quite frankly hated each other, but they were at least In writing to each other yeah. and or at the same table. Yeah. And so the the Finky quote that, that that really fed to, and I was shocked at how many people picked up on that that piece is Jesus can do more with two people that are talking than he can do with two people that are actively ignoring successfully. each other. Successfully ignoring each other. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just it. It's if we start, if we stop the conversation or we just, I mean, I've seen people with bumper stickers that I go, well, I don't like them. <laughs> it's yeah. like, You've never met them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I accidentally bump into them in high V not knowing it's their car and go, oh, this person's pretty cool. You know, it's, and there's reasons why they have that bumper sticker and I should probably know them before I cast judgment. And, and I guess the whole point of, of Finke's great quote is we've got to keep lines open. And it's the, I told you the other day, we talked about this, it's the only chance we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was pretty passionate about that. I preached a, a sermon a while back on um, the Sneetches. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. And so it's, it's that Dr. idea Seuss. of yeah. the Dr. Seuss, but, yeah. you know, those that had stars in their bellies and those that didn't. And mm-hmm. it just... You know, you can carry that over into so many different things, politics or, or whatever. And it's, um, again, it's not to set aside, you know, there's there's always the right and the wrong, right? There's always truth and mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. lies and those things. And we should always be searching what God's truth is. But sometimes we forget that strip everything away, whether it's the, the colors, red and blue, or the stars or, or not. We are all children of God in that yeah. sense, that yeah. we are his creation. And so... Um, to start with that, that that you compassion know, that was from the, the text. Compassion. The compassion. That, he started looking at the yeah. crowd. It was all sorts of people. It was a crowd of people. Yeah, and he just saw compassion yeah. on all of them—the worst, the best, the smartest, the dumbest. He saw compassion across the board. You know, one of the things too, I think this kind of fits into this well. Um, and, and again, this is something that Luther did, and and I think it's uh, uh, appropriate. And and we've talked about this recently too that in the Reformation, as he was kind of then Luther going around and educating these pastors of, mm. of this new um, uh, church body that was growing, not called Lutheranism at the time, but this church body, they he had a couple of pastors because they had a lot of uh, Catholic people that were becoming part of this, and, and the mm. complaint mm. was, these people are still praying to Mary. What I mean, should we kick them out? Should we discipline them? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. should we do? And, and, and they were asking for, like the disciples asking Jesus, can we call lightning down and yeah. fire down and hunt those people? Yeah. You know, really, and because they, they saw it as, wow, this is egregious. We need to, you know, and so, and Luther's response was, and, and I'm using my own words mm-hmm. here, but it's like, have compassion on them, love them, teach them. Eventually, they will come to the understanding if you're standing on the truth of God's word and you're teaching it in its purity, 
they will come to understand mm-hmm. one day the light bulb will go off and go, huh, I guess I shouldn't be praying to Mary. And so I think we can take from that example, you know, we're going to interact with people who will have what mm-hmm. we would rightly so say, these are not biblical understandings or an antithetical to Scripture, whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, if we come out swinging, defenses go up, no conversation mm-hmm. shuts down, and it doesn't mean condoning. It doesn't mean acquiescing to any of that and mm-hmm. saying, well, it's okay for now until I show you otherwise. It means that we do, you know, with love and compassion, we share yep. ourselves, our story, or whatever. So anyway, That's I great. Thought, yeah. And we Good listen. example. If we, if we don't listen, we really, truly don't know where they stand. We make something up based on the bumper sticker we yep. saw on the back yeah. of their car yep. or that. Yeah. And this is and, where I shout out to introverts. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. You're and, the but, best witnesses we've got. <laughs> there you go. And that yeah. was good. My wife and I were going for a walk uh, last night, and, and she said, too, if it was a struggle for Andy, who's an extrovert, to reach out to his neighbors, how am I supposed to do it as an introvert? <laughs> this right. makes it doubly You're made hard. for it. Like, just right. for you. Just take yeah. your time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finky talks a lot about that yeah. in, in Chapter 14, and it's, it's really, you can't argue with it. He, yeah. he really makes a good point for the people that listen are the ones that can witness all day because it's usually asking one or two simple, simple questions yeah. Yeah. and then listening. So I was hoping people kind of got the connection a few couple of weeks ago in the in the message, Living Incarnational. Um, it started with a pie, right, sharing the story. And for you, it, was, it started with a prayer then. Uh, I didn't even make that connection oh, nope, until this moment. Nope. Wow. <laughs> cool intentionality. <laughs> God's yeah. doing something. God yeah. knows I like eating pie, but probably can't make it very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But my point is that yeah. it's it's just being open to what God is yeah. start is doing. And uh, you touched on it. I had shared it a couple of weeks ago that if we're joining Jesus on his mission, something good, something, something good, good is going to come. Yeah. I think it's just a truth we need to keep revisiting throughout this is just reminding people something good's going to come out of this. And I'm, I'm excited getting into this next Sunday uh, about living it out. I have yeah. a couple of stories to share already of people coming saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing right now. Uh, we're not talking results as in somebody we're having an adult baptism now, but, but how people have the light bulb has gone off and they're going, Oh, this is it. So I got a couple of good stories I want to share yeah. um, that I think will cool. kind of highlight that. But I think we have to keep reminding everybody something good's going to come out of this. And I think it's important to remind people also that if you had, again, the visual of, of a chain linked together, and if one end of the chain is the first time somebody hears about Jesus and the yeah. last link yeah. is when they come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, we don't know what role we play That's in there. Right. It could be a first, it could be a middle. It could be several links. It could be all the links. I mean, we just, we can't go into it with a, if this person doesn't get baptized, I'm a failure. It's Mm. like, no, Mm. sharing Jesus, let Jesus do the heavy lifting. Let him handle conversion. We just keep planting and watering seeds. That's right. That's it. And so one last thing too, I just had somebody reach out to me uh, via email and they had bought the book and I think it's just a reminder. And they're like, I'm oh, yeah. not following how you're doing this. And I'm like, and I'm like we okay. are jumping around. We, yes, we are kind of, I said, just read really the here. whole book Yes, and and pick up on the, the themes. I said, but we're we're doing this in a way that it yeah. kind of picks it. And, and so he emailed back. He's like, oh, okay. Thanks for the clarity. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if that was yeah. clear, but, <laughs> but I, 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 I appreciate that, uh, that we're 
And, um, and we're planting yeah. seeds that when you read through it, it'll go boom. Okay, yeah. that's where Andy yeah. got that. I yeah. had three different chapters this week I was pulling from, so yeah, it'll, it'll so, be good. And something else for those that are, are listening to, and just to keep in mind. So on Wednesday nights, um, we and we've had other Bible studies, but on Wednesday nights, and we're going to keep this a part of it for a while. Um, we're offering a class on joining Jesus on His mission, and that's when you can really start to see how all of these things connect to the book. So within that class, we have the kind of the themes that we've been preaching on, yep. mm-hmm. but then um, you see what chapters really start to, to line up to yep. it then. Yep. So. And I alluded to it, but we're going to start yeah. talking about how, you know, how, how we can use our small groups as missional communities, just asking the five questions. I think yep. that would be a really good thing for us to do. And, and then also uh, I'm going to be throwing some parties, these missional parties where people can come eat go. barbecue and just meet their neighbors. How about I think. pie? Does it extend how many streets over? Because I'm in the same <laughs> neighborhood. Man, I was just short of I was just about in. I'm just uh, so this next Sunday, like for just a, for example, we're going to be I'm going to be pulling from chapter nine, and also from chapter fifteen. There's two chapters cool. that I'm pulling. Anyway, just to yeah. give people an idea that we we are hopping around a little bit, and you know, there's a reason for it. I there is. There is. Yep. There is. Good. <laughs> so you have the message on Sunday. We have the Lincoln Lutheran Choir coming to nice. join us for yes. worship, which would be nice. great. And, Andy, you were going to close us up with a little talk about Serve Sunday. Yep. October 1, Serve Sunday. And uh, the first thing I want to say is there's breakfast available. So uh, one of our ministry partners, Mercy Meals, is providing breakfast. Um, if you can let us know you're attending, that helps us. But I know they're going to try and have plenty. Um, Chef Ah Chef is catering. But the reason they're doing that, um, for those of you who don't know, in the past on a Sunday like this, we've done a Mercy Meals packaging, which are amazing. Right. And we're able to feed thousands and love, thousands love of people. And it's such a fun way to serve as a family. Well, when we do that, Mercy Meals, there's a cost to it. And so what Mercy Meals wanted to do was use this breakfast and any free will donations and, and just awareness on the fact that we need to fundraise so we can get the materials for the process. Right. So we do have a, a, a date on the calendar in February that we're going to be looking to do a packaging kind of in the winter, inside activity, thought that would be good. Um, but this will help raise money for that and some other efforts to hopefully raise some money so that we can package a ton of meals and everybody can serve together in February. Super. Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they were, they were wondering about that mm-hmm. too, and I, I yep. cleared that up, is that anytime yep. Mercy Meals does one of their events, uh, the, the event holders pay for the... Yeah. And the more meals you do, the more it costs. Which, yeah, it's exciting. We want to do more meals. We want to provide that food for people. But it it is paid for by the host. And so this is a way to try to raise some funds ahead of time so we know how much. I think it's important, and I'm not going to have exact numbers, but I know we've packaged like 35,000 or 40,000, 50,000 meals and uh, that might run us somewhere around five or six thousand yeah. dollars. So mm-hmm. we do. Have so so idea. you have a, a, an idea of what it costs. Yep. It costs per meal, yep. you know, for all the packaging. Yep. But uh, and I love being proactive. Worth. Yeah, they're doing this, but then they can raise money up and. But you think about that that investment and how many people are fed yeah. all over the world. Right. It yeah. is. It comes down to just cents on each meal. For sure. Know, pennies on every. So that's any anybody coming to have that breakfast, any of your free will donation. That's all going totally to that yes. project in yes. February yep. so that we can uh, yep. we can make a lot of meals. And then after you eat breakfast, if you haven't already signed up, please get in touch with uh, me or the link that's in the emails. Um, it's been on the website as well. You can do one of the service projects. Uh, they're starting to fill up. Um, there's a couple others left on there. We can really make room for everybody, so don't let that deter you. Um, get in touch with me, but uh, then we'll be able to do some things here at Messiah, but also out in the community. So it'll be a great way to serve and show some people some love. Excellent. Dustin, you had something? 
He just said it. He just said it. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget about the go. surf stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just wanted people yeah. to to know because the last few years, uh, some of the things we've done have been here at Messiah, and it's been wonderful. But uh, I love that this is taking us back out into the community yeah, again. Absolutely. So. Yep. And if you want to come over and meet my neighbors, you can mow my lawn tonight. I have to mow to mine. Done. <laughs> like, I have to mow mine too. All right. Yeah. I know what we'll be doing tonight. Yeah, Great. Sure. Well, thanks for coming. Uh, coming and meeting this morning. It was a. A great opportunity to get back into Sermon Extra. Oh, yeah. and Yes. Always fun. We'll Always be, fun. We'll be back next week. Amen. Amen.